So the first step to correct your status would be, I would create something called a non-taxpayer affidavit or even something called um, political status correction. Name, correct your name for the record. You, When your name was created on a birth certificate, they think they own this. So you have to learn how to create it in a private trust. The social security number is a trust. If you look it up, Social Security Trust Administration. It's a public administration. You have to learn how to create your private administration. So you can start with a church or even um, a tribe. You can correct your status with a tribe, a church. Um, it's called the Shahada with Muslims. I'm not sure what it's called with Jewish people, but they all undergo a status change. In the Christian community, it's called being baptized. So your baptismal certificate can be also correct your status, and you can use this um, to identify in the public. Everybody go to OnlyFans.com slash Don Kalam. That's OnlyFans.com slash Don Kalam. That's D-O-N-K-I-L-A-M. You can subscribe there and get access to Don Kalam University at DonKalam.com. You can also follow me on the Instagram at D-O-N underscore K-I-L-A-M. Again, that's D-O-N underscore K-I-L-A-M. Much peace and love. Peace and love. It's your boy, Don Kalam, and I'm in the building in Orlando, Florida with Nolan Zander, all the way from Huntsville, Alabama. He flew in today. Man, how are you feeling, Nolan? I'm feeling very well, and I appreciate you uh, taking the, op- uh, the time to give me the opportunity to come here, and I like Florida. I used to be here for a little while, but I had to go back to family. I know that's right, man. Um, you used to stay in Tampa as well, correct? Yes. I used to stay there in Hillsborough County. I don't know if you ever heard of Sefner. Yes. Out in the country. Literally, that's where I um, I worked for an accounting firm, Book was a bookkeeper. I was more in sales, but I was learning the game as well. Uh-huh. So yeah, yeah, that's I'm... what led me to this stuff, really, with um, being there. Okay. Yeah, I was out at uh, U.S. Central Command Headquarters in uh, in Tampa <laughs> uh, yeah, doing you're... Doing some stuff. Yeah, you're part of the um, – we're going we're gonna to touch on um, a little bit about your background today as well. But, you know, uh, we most definitely salute you. You are a military vet, the Navy to be exact, correct? Yes. All right. Um, but to get started, let me know what led you to Don Kalam. What led me to Don Kalam is I was studying this the um, Secure Party Creditor stuff for quite some time. And – there was a lot of people spitting a lot of different things about the same subjects. So I started doing my own research and in, in so doing sooner or later, you know, everybody pops up and I just block the ones that I already did see that I don't believe in and then start looking for new stuff. Cause that's what I do. I'm a researcher. Your name came up, started looking at your stuff, looked a few years back, looked a few years back, right? Picking out videos here and there and seeing what you have to, to say. And then it led me to um, the video where you had we had stacks of cash in front of you, and it just <laughs> made it made sense to start the business and work with the system instead of giving the the middle finger to the to the system and trying to fight against something that is bigger than you. You know, when when you're going when you're going up against tanks and cruise missiles and warships you don't you don't pull out your pistol and start going i am going to destroy you when they're looking at you like you're crazy right you don't have the the armaments to to take on such a large body who's there to actually help you and you just don't know it 
um, it means a lot that, you know, you study my works because you was an intelligence officer, correct? For yes. So that means a lot right there. Enough said. But I remember meeting you in Atlanta. Um, it was a two-day event. That was a two-day event? Yes, that was a two-day right, I, I left Orlando, barely made it because I was in a hurricane. It yeah, a hurricane last year. I remember it, man. And that's also where you linked up with Jason Mave as well. Yes. And you assisted him as well. I did. I did. And now the now the student surpasses the master. And that's the way it should be. I know that's right. It should be. But you also have to give credit to the master. But you are the um the last missing piece that um we haven't showed on the podcast so far that is the original the original four of the Gifted Guardians, that's me, Jason, Chief Amir, and then Nolan Xander. So I'm, I'm, I feel glad to have you in the building. I think, yeah. Um, what I want to touch on today is, you know, what? let's talk about that document. Okay. The, the, the document um, you, you brought that, it seemed to intrigue everybody at the Atlanta event last year. Yes. All right. And... um you know, it's a form of a status correction. You tell me what it's yeah. called, man. Well, it's my it's my international notice, um, and it's several documents put together that can be used individually or uh, together, and they're recorded together. And it cost me about one hundred fifty dollars to record it. It's uh, thirty nine pages of, of on the record stuff. So when you record something onto the record in the in the county office, it basically stands as law. So I have. The international notice for your own declaration that you are going to declare your your status correction, right? Then I have the secondary document would be um, the genetic code copyright, as everybody's concerned about um, making sure nothing gets injected into their body, you know, uh, any other medications or anything like that. It's a genetic code copyright. When somebody steals your DNA, that's your property. Right. And that's what the genetic code copyright is about. Uh, it goes through several different things. Some of it gets into the esoterics with um, frequencies and frequency management and things like that. Radiation and how that messes with your, your frequency. Right. Then we go into what I call the, is the truth in commerce. Uh, the truth in commerce <clears throat> portion is a bunch of uh, federal laws that are on the books that show different things. Um, the United States is a corporation. Um, there has been no judges in the United States for many years, and Congress has to approve the, the judges, and, and they haven't been doing that. Some of them even show that um, they haven't – the judge's oath has not been notarized. So who are these guys? Because if you're making a bold statement like that, you got to <laughs> let them know who they are. Well – I would say administrators. The, the, they are the judges are administrators that administer um, the codes and statutes for the governmental structure, either state or federal, right? Um, and then we also have the fee schedule, which is quite important because uh, I spent a couple of couple of nights in the in the jail. I won't say that I was in the prison system, but I, I was able to get out rather quickly with this paperwork, right? To establish that, uh, once it hits the the judge's desk, they they don't want you in there for very long, right? <clears throat> the fee schedule establishes certain things, such as you know it's going to cost you money if you put handcuffs on me. 
It's going to cost you money if you irradiate me or if you take my property away from me or if you uh, take me out of commerce so I can no longer do business. You, you have, you've kidnapped me and you put me in a specific spot. I cannot operate in commerce. You took away my property, my transportation, those types of things, right? And then we'll move on to um, – all accounts are paid with HGR 192 and a subsequent uh, 73-10 U.S. code, uh, the the follow-up to HGR 192. So all accounts are are paid, but it it does not, you just don't present that. All all debts are prepaid. All debts are prepaid. Your car, your house, if you got a mortgage, mortgage, it's prepaid. It's coming from the Social Security Trust account. Yes. Correct. Now, a lot of people say this, man. So anybody that's saying it's a scam or or they're, or they're just speculative about it, mm-hmm. you being a former intelligence officer of the Navy, correct? Yes. Why is it? Why would you say this works? Why? Because, you know, I've even seen people with paperwork, you yes. know, and you know me, I've used it with yes. plenty of success. I use it to get paid. Yes. But um, you... Personally, how was you able to use it to get out of jail, like you said? Because they can only hold you 72 hours when implemented correctly. Yes. You know, um, how was you able to have uh, successes with this? Um, when I was in in the um, getting booked in, because it's it's three three different organizations. The, the sheriff brings you in, right? That's one organization. When they put you into the uh, booth before you go into the jail, that's a secondary organization. Right. So it's a second second corporation. And then they put you into booking, which is a third corporation. So you're not even in the in the prison or jail yet. So you already been through the the sheriff that brought you in. Another sheriff who's working for a separate corporation is booking you in, putting your paperwork in there. And then you get into the the inner uh, area where you're just sitting around where the uh, um, usually the metal detector is and they're booking you in there. That's a third corporation. Right. And you're not even in the jail yet. So when you go through that, then you get into the jail. That's that's the fourth corporation. And when you get booked out, that's a fifth corporation. And and you're saying your paperwork can assist. Yes. And and protecting you from Mm -hmm. these corporations. Everything. Paper is paper. You. You are the authority. You are the king. You are the emperor, right? If you don't know what's in the paperwork, they will run you over. They will test you. That's their job. Think of it as a video game. You're up against a boss fight. They just captured you and kidnapped you and threw you in a cell, right? This is war. That's the importance of having a private education. Yes. You cannot just have a bunch of piece of papers and throw it in somebody's face and expect them to do anything to you or for you. Right. If you're dealing with the government, trust me, they don't want to read 38, 40 pages of stuff. Right. When you hand it to them, they're just I'm not doing this. Well, that's fine. But it's on the record in, you know, Madison County, Alabama, book uh, book uh, 2022 under the miscellaneous book 2022. Starting on page number umpty squat, right? It's recorded. It's a previous agreement. You already agreed to it. It's international notice. You had 10 days to rebut it. Ignorance of the law is no excuse. This is my law when you're dealing with me. You want to go into contract with me, 
and you are kidnapping me. Well, that's part of my fee schedule. It says so right here. What do you want to do? Are you authorized to contract in amounts on my fee schedule? So when it comes to um, let's and not to get off the paperwork, we're going to get back to that. It's an international status correction, correct? Yes. Basically, to break it that down, and you can even consider a political status correction. It is a political status correction, um, but only when you accompany it with your trust paperwork. So let me explain. It is a part of the status correction, and it is a political status correction, but you have nothing to stand on. You need land, just like what Jason says, what Chief Amir says, what even Don Kalam says. You have to have land. You have to have the trust. You have to have you are the land, though. Yes, you are the land, but most people won't cannot comprehend that. Right? They hear it, but is it a part of your belief? Just like we was learning today, what happens is with the birth certificate, they're converting you into uh, property. Yes, you're considered property. Mm-hmm. What would that be? Um, would that be land property or because you need? What, why is we studying property today? I, I mm-hmm. can't even remember what brought it. I was like, oh, where the property for who, you know, whatever corporations claim you, whether it's United States Corporation, the state, mm-hmm. um, for, muni- for it was for municipal bonds. Yes. That's what it was for. So when we're talking about the human body, it, you have to go back to the Bible because that's what, that's what they're referencing when they're talking about uh, property because man was made from the earth, which is automatically property. Right. And if you want to get into Papal, the Papal, Papal decree of 1302, where it says the human is a monster, right? Because H.U. In Valentine's Dictionary. In Valentine's. Dictionary. Yep, yep. Yep. Both of those. H.U. as the etymology of the word, H.U. is like hue, H.U.E., which is a color of. So you have the color of a human, right? Which is not a human. And in 1302, the the Latin word that they use for monster was synonymous with demon. And when it comes from the mouth of the Catholic Church, which is the Pope, now you're saying that that an offshoot of mankind, some call it Elohim, some call it a monster or a demon. So now it's not a part of man, therefore... You're automatically a slave. We're not going to kill you because God is righteous and God is is forgiving. But we are going to take you as a slave until you can somehow redeem yourself. That sounds a little satanic to me. <laughs> hey, but speaking of that, um, even with like the um, attorneys, the mm-hmm. bar, what's it stand for? British Accredited Registry? British Accredited Registry. It's a fraternity. It There's is. There's no such thing as a license to practice law. That's correct. So this is just all a game. This is why they call it court. Yes. And the playing field is never level. No. No, why would it be level? So with that being said, they're not lawful judges. They're fiduciaries. Yes. This is why when you go to jail, they say trustee. Yes. You call the inmate a trustee. Yep. Your, your state's property. Yes. That's why they issue a number. Right, they got to change it up a little bit. This is another account. It's another account. Yes, it is coming off the full faith and credit. Yep, and you have to be state property so they can get bonds on you. Yes, you know, and the court system, the bonds, what twenty four standard form twenty four. Yep, standard form twenty five, 
You know, there's a bunch of different GSA bonds. Yes. You know, and um, I learned that first from Gene Keaton. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if you're familiar with his work. I am familiar with his, but I learned it from uh, Pastor Tony Pat- King. Oh, uh, pa- okay. I've heard of him. And then um, Patrick Devine, he talks about it. He does talk about that quite extensively. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, and you know, I got a book called Where Does Bond? And then uh, Secure. I don't know. I got so many books. But Where Does Bond <laughs> breaks that down and talks about the GSA bonds. Yes. Um, do, would you like to speak on any of that with with the court system? And is that tying in with your status correction documents? Are you claiming the securities and the bonds? You can. The paperwork allows you to claim those securities and the bonds. It also allows you to create what I have a, a conditional acceptance, right? So if you give me a contract – I can rebut that contract. It's called a traffic ticket. You give me a traffic ticket, I can rebut that through a conditional acceptance. I, because the Bible says to agree with thine adversary quickly. Right. So agree to their so-called charges, right? You have a bill, you have a charge, you know, your charge card. They're charging you with something. They're creating a bond right there on the spot. Your first court uh, appearance is in the car. As the sheriff is talking to you or the, the Ooh, whatever police right officer there. is, because your first appeal is with the administrator judge, because now you have a, an, a, a disagreement and they call that an argument. It's a controversy. It's a controversy, yeah. right? And when you're having a controversy, now you're belligerent. So now we can fleece your trust even more. It's a secondary contract because the ticket number is not the same as the court case number when you take it to court. Correct. So that's two separate accounts that they're fleecing your trusts from, right? And then if you appeal the judge, then that's a tertiary bond. And it's all based off of the original bond, but it's still three separate accounts. And and so what's this have to do with your paperwork? How's your paperwork going to help you with all of this? It helps you... First of all, through your own comprehension of the document itself, because as I mentioned, you are the 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 man or the mankind. Now, please understand. You know, you can, we'll go you through. You can also political. say living, because you know. Yeah. Here's how I'd like to break it down, man. Because I'm with you, man. I hear you. I'm with you. Because you know, I'm I'm a master at this. Yes. That's why I like your paperwork. Because, you know, I got my own. You show mine off in every podcast when you're doing yours. Yeah. Um, the non-taxpayer affidavit. You know, I yes. created my own flag. Yeah, you I, did. I put the red the, put the red X through the uh, through the black and white squares. That means remove all planes, remove, remove all, planes. all boxes from this courtroom. This yep. will be a level playing field. Yep. You know, I appoint you as the honor-bound, duty-bound fiduciary. Yep. A fiduciary has to legally take care of the trust. Yes. And for the greatest benefit of it. Yeah. You know? Well. I would say that my paperwork is the backing documents for yours, what I would say. It's on the record. When you go into court, then that's when your paperwork would come into play as well, right? And that would that would um, help out immensely. And that's what really impressed me a lot is I already had the paperwork, right, before I met you. But your um, your document – was fantastically and masterfully crafted to to supplement mine. I don't know how that worked out, but you know we right. just got we just right. got to put together. So 
my backing documents shows that the administrator is an administrator. It shows that the attorney is a, a representative uh, of the state. But don't you have the right to confront your accuser, which is the state of whatever? Right. So how is it that a corporation is going to show up and say, I accuse Xander of this? They can't. The attorney can can present themselves as a uh, represent for the state, but they're not the state, right? So they can't they can't rebut what you say. Well, I'm glad you did. You learn any of this in the military? No. So the military didn't teach you any of this. No, um, they taught me the base skills of well, one is discipline, two is persistence, and three is critical thinking. Four would be to do the research, but also to look at the stuff that I disagree with. If it does not go with where I am looking, right? I want to show facts to, let's say, the sky is purple. So I'm only going to look for sources that say the sky is purple, but I'm going to ignore all of the sources that I do find that say that it's not purple, right? So. When when you have to put all that stuff together, it's an immense amount of work to do that research, to process it in your little brain, and then put it on paper to take notes and create flow charts and stuff to put it all together. Um, how long was you in the military? 28. 28 years? Yep. And you as a lieutenant? Yep. That's high ranking, correct? Well, no. Uh, see, I came in as an E1 okay. boot camp person. Um I did aviation mechanics, right? Flight deck troubleshooter, Persian Gulf, right? All of that, all of that stuff. Um, then I got out of that. So I didn't like working on ejection seats anymore. I moved into uh, the realm of security police, and I did not like that. Uh, I ran into some some major issues with the uh, the good old boy network at the time in a specific location, which I won't say. Um, and I had serious conflict with that. Uh, do as I say, not as I do as an officer of the of the uh, the military. Now, I'm not saying that the entire military is like that. I just ran into it in a specific location. I have the utmost respect for my brothers and sisters. It's just sometimes they get off track, in my opinion. Then I didn't like that. That was uh, Bill Clinton's uh, troops to cops thing that he had going on. And I definitely didn't want to do any of that. And I was out of that. And I went into the intelligence field because I get bored really easy. As you could see that I was aviation mechanic, then I became a cop. And then it's like, well, what the hell? I mean, what am I going to do? This is because when you master one thing, you want you're hungry for more. So I did the intelligence because a friend of mine recommended it. And I was always doing something different. I still had the same skills, but I was actually doing something different. I worked with the the. Special operations. You know, I worked for headquarters. I worked in the Pentagon. You know, I worked in all different different places, and I seen different things, and I had different jobs. But the baseline of it was I already knew how to do it, and I never looked back. Um. So in the communities that we're in, we're studying. Some people could say the secure party community. Sure. Some people call it status correction. Yes. Some people call it sovereignty. Yes. Um. I call it estate planning. That's just what it is. It's planning your estate 
it's the private sector. You got the private sector, you got the public sector. Mm-hmm. But with that said, you know, Dar Kalam can be a controversial topic. Yes. So what was it that led you to believe that Don Kalam, his research is is on, on point? Because it lined up with the stuff that I already did, for one. For two, um, your demeanor and the way you presented yourself. Now, a lot of times when these other folks are presenting themselves, they're mostly in it to make money, right? And – don't get me wrong. Everybody's in it to, to make some sort of money because we have a lifestyle that we have to keep. You know, this this research, you know, I can give you a 38-page document. And you don't think it's worth, you know, 2000 bucks, But you don't know that I spent 10 years researching every word in those documents. That's what you're paying for. Because otherwise, you can go out there and spend the time, right? Look it up. U.S. Code. Start there. Because I didn't even know that when I started. Okay. I caught some gurus here and I caught some some reference points and then I went to that reference point, which led me to another reference point, which led me to one of these and two of those. And then when you look at Black's Law Dictionary, well, which edition do you want to use? Right? How many Black's Law Dictionaries do you read if you want to know the actual definitions? Is it the eighth? Is it the fourth? Is it the first? Right? I think they're on number 16 right now. So which which one do you want to use? Right? You have to to know these things. That goes back to the power of words, too. Mm. Um, words are power. Conversation runs a nation, man. Yes. You get defined. The first item that defines you in this world is an ultrasound. So that just shows you how important words and sounds are. Yes. You know, somebody says your name, and it, it moves your whole soul and your whole essence. Yes. So spelling and spell casting. Um, but to my beliefs... As long as you got your own definitions, you're good to go, um, especially within your trust. You know, if you do have your own private trust. Yes. And when we first started, you didn't have a trust. No. Right. So I was not um, interested in that. What do you have now? I've heard you've had um, this is through the grapevine. Now you've got your trust established. You've got four and nine, eight numbers and counts like that. Tell us about it. Which one you think? What was the importance of establishing? them? It's a part of, well, the, the journey, but it's. Taking away what they're in the in the community they're calling the straw man. Okay. It's you stepping away from your current persona of being what you are in the public school system, of being where you are in the the uh the public side. Because you're playing the game. You have these things called dollars in your pocket. You got credit cards in your pocket with your name on them. You're operating through the banks. You're playing the game. You agreed to play the game. And as a matter of fact, what a lot of people are talking about, they just want money. They want that lottery ticket. Right. Right? And that more money, more problems, for one. For two, when somebody does win the lottery, you're talking five years later, they're more broke than what they were before they got the, they won the lottery. They don't know how to manage their money. If you want to be a millionaire, where are you at? How far along that journey are you? You don't know. Right. It's, it, it seems to me with the American people that it's, they got that they want something for nothing mentality. And that's you can't have that mentality when you're coming into this type of information. Yeah. 
It's, it's a, what you need to learn when you're investing something, you need to have a rate of return. And yeah. a lot of people are just buying packages starting off, just these secure party creditor packages. Yes. You get a bunch of files, case law, templates. They don't know what to do. No direction because no. their guru mm-hmm. don't know what to do with no direction. Right. They're not implementing this life. They're not sending down in these private wealth groups, no. learning how to invest your assets, learning yeah. how to really create wealth, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and, and all you got to do is show up. You don't get these ideas from people, man. Like real people doing real things. Look at their life and that's how far they can take you. Yes. If you're the smartest person in the room, you're in the wrong fucking room. Okay? If you're not learning from the people, you don't need to be there. Okay? Most people uh, that talk a bunch of smack, right? I used to do it too. Friday night, we go to the bar, we drink away our paycheck, we sit around, have a pity party about, you know, whose life sucks more. Right. That's not going to get you out of the cesspool of crap that you're sitting yourself in. You got to pick yourself up, up off the table, say, have a nice life to your friends because I want something different. I want something better. It's your life. So you only control what you create. And you don't have a lot of time on this planet and you're going to spend it wallowing in a cesspool of crap, complaining about how your tomorrow is just like your yesterday. Um, that's one of the... Um Rules of commerce, you're going to control what you create, correct? Yes. So that's why I say about the birth certificate. I, I don't authenticate it at all. What's your suggestion? You can do what you want to do, right? But it's got your name on it. That's the only thing you're authenticating, right? It's what, already certified. It's a copy. Yes. It's a you're, certified copy. It's not yep. even the original. That is absolutely correct. You're it's certifying. In the Bank of England. Yeah. It, it, you're certifying that your name is on it and you're verifying that it exists for them. Right, because their signs, their symbols, they created it. Yes. So they get to control it. Well, yeah. They're the one that put the original money into it. They're the original investors. That's right. Right? Yes, okay. The mother, not the father, right? The mother is on the birth certificate, and she's the only one that signs the birth certificate. Not the father, okay? And besides that, you have the de- the breakdown between the, the father's family name and the mother's family name, which automatically makes you a bastard child. So according to the Bible, that goes into an orphan status for, for the church. So you're a bastard child. I am not a Xander based on the idea that my mother signed the birth certificate as whatever her last name is. <laughs> right? So you go – so let's say, for instance, just at a hypothetical thing that I'm just making up. So – you had a, a a historical event. You're a god, or the you're a god because mom created a human, right? But it became a bastard, which automatically goes back to Papal degree of thirteen o two, making you a monster because you're a bastard child. So now, what do you want to name this great event that just transpired? You just created a human. What do you want to call this event? Well, in my case, it was Nolan. That's the name of the event. Great, let's record that. So now it's recorded, and because it's such a joyous occasion, the state is going to put some money up (laughs) to take care of you for the remainder of your life with 666 silver pieces. I wonder where they got that number from. 
We'll be back after a quick break. There's no such thing to practice law. It's called a bar card or a British accredited registry card. Um, they take an oath to uphold um, rules to the crown, which is in Britain. So there's no such thing to license practice law. If you look up Abraham Lincoln, he was a he was a lawyer. He wasn't an attorney. So attorneys might have to be licensed, but there's no such thing as a licensed lawyer. Um, again, it's called a British Credit Registry. It's, it's part of a membership. Um, it's like a fraternity, like the Freemasons or any other private club <coughs> or community that you'd be part of that you have to show your private membership. And this is what they do. Everybody go to OnlyFans.com slash Don Kalam. That's OnlyFans.com slash Don Kalam. That's D-O-N-K-I-L-A-M. You can subscribe there and get access to Don Kalam University at DonKalam.com. You can also follow me on the Instagram at D-O-N underscore K-I-L-A-M. Again, that's D-O-N underscore K-I-L-A-M. Much peace and love. And this all ties into the Social Security trust account. Yes, that's part of the that is the Social Security trust account. Well, the, yeah. the Social Security trust account is the minor account compared to the birth certificate account, which is the major account. But they're both linked together because before you get out of the hospital, they shoot you up with I don't know how many vaccines. Right. Then by the time you get out, you usually are already signed up for a Social Security card because that's when they try to link which it together. Is an account. It's an account. A trust account. Yes. And you're, you're giving up your labor. Yes, because that's the only thing of value. That's the only thing you have to give. And trading with the enemy act, can you speak on that? Because this is why I say it's happening. You're you're showing proof. You're going to authenticate that you are trading with the enemy when you're mm-hmm. showing these documents as identity. Yes, like we're we're literally in this in a in a world where we know that the government is not for you. There's no mm-hmm. history book. There's no religion book that said that the government's for you. Correct. And you're showing the documents that you have with them to identify with as you. Yes, these are slave documents. Yes, they are. I just wanted to get it verified from an intelligence officer. That's yeah. all. Okay. So <laughs> the Trading with the Enemy Act is there because the banking system since 1933, we could go back further than that, but let's just start with there because we don't have that much time. So when <laughs> when the, the, the Bankers Act came out in 1933, it's a May, June timeframe, um, there wasn't it, – it was, it was time – that the the government had to declare another bankruptcy, right? So trading with the Enemy Act, a law allowed the president to declare a bank emergency, right? Which has never been called back, right? So that created an opportunity for for the bank to come in and basically take over the monetary system completely. Now, we could argue different dates throughout history, but we're not going to go there right now. But this is the the, the last part where they actually completely took over uh, the banking industry for the difference between um, money and fiat currency, right? The difference between a Federal Reserve note, which is a fiat currency, which is a debt instrument, Correct. and an actual silver-backed note, and I don't think people are even understanding that. And I like that the keywords that you're using because everybody talks about this gold standard, but America has always been backed by silver. Always. Now, you could always throw gold in there. You can throw platinum in there. Silver dollar. Silver dollar. Yeah. You know, up in Wisconsin. Wasn't no gold. It wasn't, wasn't no dollar backed by gold. I mean, they had a little gold coins. Yes. And and how do you back a dollar with gold? You don't. It's like it's powder at that point. And, and I like that you're talking about this because – 
we can go back to the bonds. We talk about municipal bonds. If you look over the muni as municipal bonds, this is literally your taxes don't pay for roads. That's no. what people think. This is what people really think in their head. I'm paying taxes. Mm-hmm. You taught me what a tax was, but yep. literally municipal bonds, they're getting loans from the people. Yes. This is what's paying for your roads. This is what's paying for your schools. Yep. Just Google it. Google yep. municipal bonds. And Google tax. Google ser- Series 6 and Series 7 license. Yep. This is where the people that get these licenses, they know this. Walt mm-hmm. Disney knew this. We're in Orlando, so Walt Disney knew yeah. this. He knew how to create bonds. He knew how to create general revenue uh, revenue bonds yep. and, and GOs. Um, he created his own cities. Yes. And Plural. His own mortgages. Yes. You know? So... Yeah. And and they're under the uh, old England standards, so they don't even have to pay taxes to Florida. That's correct. Well, all of all of them have to swear allegiance to to either the crown, well, not the crown necessarily, but the crown corporation, which we could. That's and, and yeah, and I'm podcast, not going to get but, too deep and, and and talk about this, but I learned this with Chief Amir. Like this is literally where the, what you want to get is called a crown land patent. And yes. You looked it up too. It's yes. something that's real. You want to get a crown land patent. Yep. It's a it's 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 a land patent from the crown. Yes, but it's it's not just that you go down and fill out some paperwork and you got it like that, right? There's certain criteria that you have to meet. You have to make a road. You have to build something on the land. You can't just I got land. And, and, and then we can go back to uh, even like when you claim a royalty because people say they're sovereign, they're royalty mm-hmm. and stuff. Sure. But you got to learn how to prove this. If you're claiming, yeah. if you're claiming birth certificates and IDs and social security cards, yeah. you're not royalty. You just gave Ooh. up that. You just gave up that heritage. You gave up that lineage. Yes. Now you're a dependent descendant of a taxpayer. Yes. Well, a king acts as such. Period. How would a king act? How would a king speak? How would an emperor speak? I mean, how far do you want to go, right? I don't like using the word queen because I don't like that definition. Head whore. Yeah. I like the word. I love my queen. (laughs) Shout out to all the queens. (laughs) But as, as as a secondary term for that, why can we not have a king that is a female? We associate those terms, but the actual definition of king does not say anything about gender, right? And you should always be as king. As king, I got that. I like that. Right? It's two words, not one. So when you go in, especially if you're going into court, how do you command people to do things? Just like what Jesus right. did. And, and that's what we're talking about today. Status, standing. That's and identity. About. Status, standing, identity. First status, when, um, status is you could be a mister or a missus, which are slave titles. Yes. King and, is a status. Yes. It's a monarch status. Yeah. You know, but mister and missus is a lower class status. Yep. And then standing is going to show you what you have rights for once they have your status. Mm-hmm. And then once they know um, what your rights are, that's how they identify you. Yes. You so, know? so if you're black, white, that's a that form of a status. Absolutely. If you cling on to something, right? Let's say Jeremiah 1, 5. Before I knew thee, or excuse me, before you were formed in, th- in thine mother's belly, I knew thee. So who are you? Before you were named, before you came out of your mother's womb, God knew you. So who are you? What are you? You can't tell me that you're this name that you keep answering to. 
That is a corporation that they created for your benefit. And as long as you agree that you are that name, you're in their jurisdictions. November 11th, Veterans Day, Atlanta, Georgia. We're going to have you there in Atlanta. Tell us what are we or what are we to expect from you in Atlanta? It's going to be dependent on on the situation, really. Um, people, are bu- people are buying to have lunch with us, brunch yes. with us, man. Yeah, we sold out. <laughs> you know? Well, we can we can set up appointments for uh, phone consultations. We can set up appointments to do some paperwork. We can set up to go back and forth because the paperwork is going to require an autograph or a signature, whatever you want to call it. For the paperwork, I, can I file the paperwork for you? Certainly, but it's not going to be a 10-minute thing, right? It's going to take months to do this paperwork properly with your name on it, and you have to tell me you know what these terms mean, right? It's the difference between status and standing. The paperwork is about status. Can you stand on the document? And most of the time, the answer is going to be no. I didn't have time because I was busy on TikTok. I didn't have time because I was on Facebook or I was watching the Waltons or watching something on Netflix or going to the movies. This is your life. How much time do you want to spend doing something that doesn't give you any productivity? That's not acting as a king that you're claiming to be, period. I'm not here to to sugarcoat it. I'm not going to wrap you in a little swaddle and go, oh, it's so nice. You paid me money, so I'm going to treat you nice. No. Your ass needs to learn. Period. We'll be back after a quick break. In a world where the tax system can seem overwhelming, one book is here to guide you towards financial empowerment. Introducing the Capitalizing Namepreneur. Unleashing the Power of Tax Credits by best-selling author Don Kalam. Are you looking to demystify the complexities of taxes and harness the power of tax credits? The Capitalizing Namepreneur provides an understanding of effectively utilizing your tax credits. Discover the secrets behind setting up a tax firm, understanding the strawman name, protecting your assets, and navigating the implications of the Social Security Trust Fund. Don Kalam's expertise shines through every page. It's like having a personal financial advisor by your side. Get your copy of The Capitalizing Namepreneur today and unlock the power of tax credits to enhance your financial well-being. Order your copy now and take control of your tax strategies. The Capitalizing Namepreneur Unleashing the Power of Tax Credits by Don Kalam Available now at leading bookstores and online. Get your copy today. And we didn't cover any of those accounts. What have you got? So tell me about the uh, four nine eight. You got a foreign. You got a foreign account, right? With a, they call it the four nine eight number, right? That's what they call it, but it's actually a number that you get from Pennsylvania. It covers a certain status of which your social is not attached to it. No, it can't be. It can't be. The 498 number basically shows the IRS, which is your accountants, the treasury, that you're outside of their jurisdiction and you will report taxes. There's no such you know, 
tax evasion is still bad. You're reporting your income. You're reporting what you're making or not making, but you're still reporting it. Why? Because they're your freaking accountants, dumbass. They need to know where the money is and where it went, right? You have your estate EIN, which you can use after a different fashion. That is your, your estate, right? Your, your decedent estate or part with your, your will, if you will. Um, it's related to your will, but it's actually your estate, which gives it a different status. That way, when you go into your, your – somebody dies – and they give a last will and testament. You take it into the court and they chop it up left, right, and center and give you a penny of a $20 million estate mm. because they have court fees and they have this and they have that. And then they have the other thing. And then Bob came in. So he gets some too, mm. you know, mm. and surely, you know, she looks pretty. So she's going to get some. Happens to right? the stars all the time. Exactly. Right. And that's what the, the trust documents are for. Uh, yeah, it's different from the EIN, but you have to have the documents to back up what you're going to get. Because they already said in the economic World Economic Forum is own nothing and you'll be happy. Right? That's it. Own nothing, control everything. Control everything and you will be happy. So you can help establish people, help them and assist in protecting their assets as well. Yes. In a different demeanor. Yes, because I know you're not you're not familiar as we are with the unincorporated association. Correct. I've been just bringing up, um, you know, my close my close friends, letting them know the people that's close to me in this mm -hmm. in this community. You know, well, so, I would say I would say it's actually a transition for those people that are uh, yes. that are that are. Well, well, it's a transition for everything because there's steps to it. You yeah. know, I I teach people about the sole prop first, then turning the name into an LLC. And yeah. then we go to the trust, the yeah. 508C1A. Yeah. And then if you want to operate in the public, you do the uh, regular nonprofit, nonprofit 501C3. And yeah. then, boom, the unincorporated association. The unincorporated mm -hmm. association is a private ministry trust. They can operate in the public. Yes. The governing laws is whatever you create, which is your government. You can create yep. your own government. Yep. And the um, chief Amir brought this to my attention first. It wasn't, I mean, it's been brought to my attention, but chief Amir was the one that took his time and showed me how he was established in it, how they couldn't touch his land mm -hmm. and a lot. And he's sitting there um, having meetings with government officials about it. Yes. So it's official, you know, like it, who's not going to uh, uh, honor that and acknowledge that. Well, it's, it's the people that are in the, what I call the lower vibrations of hatred and anger towards something. Right. They're waiting for a superhero to come in and rescue them from an external source when the answer is internal. That's it. So I was hoping that my paperwork would transition a lot of the folks into the Don Kalam universe in the kingdom of Kalam. OK. And that's where I'd like to drive people and and inform them that. They should not be angry. They should acknowledge the system. And that's work it. with the system. Work and that's what Don Kalam teaches. Don Kalam teaches the system and how to work within the system rather than rattling sabers, you know, against a tank, right? And trying to get into a fist fight with a cruise missile. Probably not a grand idea, right? And it more than likely you're going to lose in every situation. Um, just so everybody knows, like I do have a lot of private – we have – over 1,500 private members um, with Don Kalam. 
And um, it's going to double, of course, but I'm not looking or looking for any more public um, members. Like, I'm not, I'm not, you, 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 I mean, you could text me and learn about the courses and the program, but I'm here. I'm helping with the Gifted Guardians. And Nolan services will be offered on the website. Um, we've discussed that today. And he's also, also going to offer um, consultations, mm. you know, starting at a half hour, an hour, whatever it may be. Um, at gifted-guardians.org. That's gifted-guardians.org. So make sure that you look up our services. We're adding new services every day. And we're adding to the team to, every day. You know, we're adding service every day. We're having meetings every day. And um, we're going to continue bringing things like this to the public. But Don Kalam, you're going to have to reach out to me on your on your own. I'm not. It's been well, a headache. I'm so glad to get away from this, you know. Well, it's also through us. Chief right. Ymir, the team. Right. myself, and Jason. So that it gives you more freedom to do the more advanced things that you're already looking at. That's it. We I will deal with some of the public as they come on, and then we'll filter th- through the individuals that are that are dedicated to, to doing this stuff. And then you see we have an extended crew that's coming on board. Yes. Any advice for the extended crew? Because you're up there. You're with us. You yes. know what I mean? So any advice for the ones that are aspiring to be where you're at? Dedication, discipline, critical thinking, research, research. Absolutely. Well, you need those before you do the research. Uh, trial it's and error. Don't be scared. That's right. That's right. And and don't get discouraged. And and you've seen you've been you've ever since you have been rocking with Don Kalam, you have seen growth. Yes. But what like you've seen the celebrities? We don't bring them out to the public as much. No. But there is a lot of celebrities that's tapped in and tuned into this information. Mm-hmm. Um, some are scared and some are not. Well, they they have to remain. They have to maintain their confidentiality. A lot of them are celebrities because if you want to believe the 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 sovereign community, it's a very good, uh, um, uh, or it's it's an idea that that they're there because they got signed on by these powers that be, right? And the only reason they are a, a um, class A actor or whatever you want to call it is because they've signed their soul away to the devil or if that's what you will want to, want to say. So they need to maintain their confidentiality. Yeah, not some, not all of them. But a couple new friends I got made this week was um, one that wanted to have the Millie Vanilli one yes. of the, the guys, the, the other one's dead, so rest yep. in heaven. But yeah. Millie Vanilli, and then Dion Buchanan, he's a Super Bowl um, yes. Hall of Fame, Hall of Fame uh, football player, man. Shout out to Dion Buchanan. I'm going to ask and get him on the show, too. You should. Man. You yeah, should. I think he played for Arizona, a lot of different things. But it's it's just cool, man, what this is leading me to. You know, we see we got a lot of haters, too, a lot of naysayers, but that doesn't stop um, from helping the people that do believe in us and continue to. Yes. help us thrive um but are there any last words um i would say that this journey is a long and tedious one and it will ev- evoke and invoke a lot of emotions that's facts but is the juice worth the squeeze <laughs> absolutely absolutely but you got to get through it because change happens outside of your comfort zone. No, that's what she said. Yeah, it is. It's worth the squeeze. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. Keep she going, likes man. the juice. <laughs> so, 
do something for yourself. And it's not just for yourself. It's for your family. It's for your legacy. It's not for just your children. It's for your mother and father. That's it. It's for everybody in your lineage because you are a probability. You know how many people had to come together and survive just for me to be here? That's facts. And a fact cannot enter a courtroom. Only no. assumptions and presumptions. That is correct. That is correct. And I am going to upgrade my paperwork. I'm going to put a copyright on the bottom of the paperwork so that the definitions that are in the document cannot be changed. Because if the ju- if you get the paperwork, you hand it to the judge. You go, well, this word means this because right. it's not copyrighted. Okay. Yes, that's it. But you know, let your what you, let your yeses be yeses and your noes be noes. That's what's in the Bible. Yep. And and it's it's a dangerous document. It's thirty eight pages. The more you talk, the more chances you have of getting that getting that um, thrown out of court. Right. The the shorter and more concise your answer is always not as rebuttable and as simple as that affidavit has to be rebuilded it has to be point by point yes so if your name is there and you say this is my name they have to rebuke uh, rebuke that that's it right so they if they can't rebuke that they can't necessarily rebuke the other ones now they can ask you because it's a conditional acceptance if it's under that category but also it has to be through the United States mail, so you're using the postal rule, right? It has to be um, registered, and it ha- or it could be certified, but in most cases, it has to be autographed under full, unlimited uh, liability. When you learn your name's the business, you learn how to get your name out these publications. That's right. These public publications. Public. In the private, what they do in the private is what they do in the private. Yep. But in the public, you have a right to control this when you learn how to control your name. That's right. That amount, man. That that's it. You're good. I we got there. Nolan, man. Nolan Xander. Shout out, man. Go to gifted-guardians.org. How can we find you, Nolan? On giftedguardians.org. You can get me there. Um, I have a YouTube channel called Xander. So you can get me there. Z-A-N-D-E-R. Chosen Nolan is a, is another one. Chosen Nolan. Is is in there as well under the 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 keywords uh setups. So that's that's where I will be. You already know who I am. I'm Don Kalam. You can find me on Instagram at D-O-N underscore K-I-L-A-M. You can also text Private Life to 480-573-4879. Be sure to hit like, subscribe, share, drop us some comments. Let us know what's going on with you out there in the world, and we'll take a look at that. Much peace and love. And remember, prosperity is your divine birthright. Peace. Are you ready to unlock the secrets of commerce and build an empire that lasts for generations? Look no further. Introducing Million Dollars Worth of Game by Don Kalam, your official guide to the private and public side of commerce. In this groundbreaking book, Don Kalam reveals the strategies and insider knowledge you need to create and protect your wealth. Learn how to navigate the intricate world of commerce, master the art of building an empire, and secure a lasting legacy for your family. Get your hands on million dollars worth of game today and embark on a transformative journey toward financial abundance. Don't miss out on the opportunity to build your empire and secure a prosperous future for generations to come. Get ready to conquer the world of commerce. 
million dollars worth of game by Don Kalam, your ultimate guide to building an empire and leaving a legacy. Million dollars worth of game by Don Kalam. Available now. Get your copy and start your journey to generational wealth.